You're listening to Tech Talk Central. Hello everybody, this is Yanis Rizopoulos. We are broadcasting live from Barcelona, MWC. And I have with me Mr. Suresh Subramanian. He's the Vice President of Global Industry Relations at iConnected. Hello. Hello. Nice to, nice nice to, to be here you. with you. Tell us more about your company, iConnective. What does it do? Yeah, so iConnective, uh, actually just as a point of reference, we used to be uh, known by our name Telcordia Technologies. We've been in the industry for a very, very long time. We are a US-based company that's a wholly owned subsidiary of Ericsson. And what we essentially do is help communications companies and regulators around the world with operating and maintaining the identities of their devices, their applications, and their uh, you know future needs, particularly around assets like numbers, and to do it securely and to do it in a way that preserves privacy. So uh, we are an authoritative partner to the communications industry, and in particular now, fraud is becoming a very, very big issue, yes. particularly with uh, you know, the emergence of disruptive technologies. Like IoT, you mean? IoT yes. is an example. Yes. Uh, we may, all this week, I think people are talking about blockchain. People are talking about, you know, but all of these things are disruptive forces. What we cannot forget is that in the midst of all this disruption, there are still customers, there are still businesses, there are still regulators, and they need to have their needs continue to be met. You can't you know, back off and say, I'm not working today because there's some disruption. So we are a uniquely positioned company, um, we believe, to provide these services. We've been doing this for over 30 years. Mm -hmm. We have a Bell Labs heritage. You're keeping the continuity for over 30 years? For over 30 years. That's the good. name has changed over that time yes, period. Yes. But we, uh, we are known as a neutral, trusted provider of communication solutions. Mm -hmm. And we have this unique uh, expertise and experience in bringing understanding of technology of standards and of regulation and figuring out how these meld and what that means to a regulator, what that means to a business, and fundamentally, how do we ensure that we are able to, as an industry, grow, evolve, and do so in a way that continues to provide the needs and satisfy the needs of the consumer. And as we discussed pr uh, previously, especially in this world of disruptive technologies, how do we do that with a specific emphasis on security and privacy. It's an explosive mixture. Absolutely explosive. It's very explosive now because as we were, uh, you know, we talk a lot this week with there are lots of examples that people give. Uh, you know, one of my, my colleagues here had just was mentioning to me, her son is going to get his first mobile phone. That mobile phone is going to have a number. Mm -hmm. And for the first time in probably history that we can imagine, her child will have that number from the moment he has that mobile phone for the rest of his life. That number... Because, because of the continuity, you mean? Because yeah. of the continuity, because of the fact that the mobile device now that is associated with that number is essentially an extension of that human that's being. It. Yes, that's it. Right? Yes. It's not... There's no, oh, I have to go to the phone there because it's a wireline phone, it's hanging on the wall. Or I have to go to the living room because that's where the phone is. No, the phone is with me. The phone is my life, it's with me. And that number though, 
is now kind of a real, concrete, tangible representation of my mobile identity. So now people not only know me by my name, they know me by my number. So the question is, who follows whom? I mean, the, the, I, I'm following the number or the number is following me? Exactly. And that's, that's, the way you phrased it is, is important because it is a question. And I think the way I would have answered the question 30 years ago versus five years ago versus today is very different. Today, we don't want there to be any difference between your view of me as a person and of my phone number. It has to be the same thing. Why? Because that mobile device is really the energy behind cultural activities, social activities, business activities, personal communication, social media, all of these things are coming together in it's one. It's an expression of myself. It's an way. expression of, which makes the security and the privacy even more important because you cannot have that compromised. If somebody else tries to impersonate you, they don't have to impersonate your name anymore, they can impersonate your phone number. And we are at the forefront in iConnective of many solutions around this space that we're calling identity and authentication. How do I know that I am who I really am and you know as a business or as a con another consumer that I am really who I am? So um, in that regard, I think one of the things that uh, we use this expression now, we're trying to restore integrity to the mobile identity, the phone number as the mobile identity. In uh, many parts of the world now, especially with um, the way that uh, voice over IP and other disruptive technologies have emerged, with IoT now, with, uh, you know, with fraudsters becoming very, very clever. There's a whole uh, industry now of people who are growing up as fraudsters. Mm -hmm. And they're doing it because that's an opportunity to make money. But that's a bad way to make money. We want to be on the side of ensuring that we are able to help businesses make money in the right way. And that means that we have to be able to ensure that integrity of the phone number. So when um, you may be familiar, there are many instances now of uh, issues call around robocalling or yes, spoofing, yes, yes, yes. right? So you get many, many calls, um, some of which are intended for you, some of which are not. You get text messages, some of which are intended for you, some of which are not. How can you ensure that these problems don't arise? Because, you know, God forbid I have some confidential information with my phone number, somehow you or somebody who's a fraudster gets access to my phone number, now my bank account information, yes. my medical information, my blood pressure medication, because or worse. Because you have it wearable, connected. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes. Everything's connected, right? That's, that's the IoT world. Yes. Everybody says the good things about this is everything is connected. No, there are many black centers. And they're, exactly. So even though you can be a trusted uh, partner of the communications industry, as technology evolves, as disruptive forces evolve, the regulation has to evolve, the standards have to evolve, the technology and solutions have to evolve. And that's where iConnective has played a strong role. Throughout our history, we've been very, very strong in the technology. Now we've uh, been able to, through our experiences, also be in a position to shape those standards and regulations. For example, in the, the IoT space, we are working with an organization called 1M2M. And this is specifically to ensure that in the IoT world, applications that are operating in that world can be trusted. 
So how do I know that the new application that I put on my device or that's in my refrigerator or in my living room or thermostat, that that is trusted and we can trust who is controlling that and we can trust that what we're going to ask it to do, it will be doing in a, in a uh, appropriate, trusted way. What, what are the standards, the new, way, the, the new standards uh, for M2M? Because that's something we, we will face in the next years. Exactly. I mean, next five years. In fact, we're facing them we're now, facing right, right now, in, in, in a way. In yes. a way, right? And you know, the whole definition of what is IoT, what is M2M, that, uh, that continues to that, evolve. That's, that's a disruption. That is, that is a disruption, exactly. Yes. But the standards really are focused around not so much um, you know, what do you put in terms of protocols or what do you put in terms of uh, processes and procedures to make things happen. The fundamental uh, building block here is really to have what we call trustable uh, fabrics or trustable modules um, in the whole ecosystem. And this means that we can associate with a particular application. Yes. And that application, I'm using it in a loose term, it could be hardware mm -hmm. or it could be software. Yes. We can associate a identity with it. We can associate a trust uh, fabric, uh, a trust entity, a trust uh, attribute to it. And we have a way of authenticating both from an originating end as well as at the receiving end, that that application is actually who it says it is. And it's been, um, it's kind of gone through a process of certification, if you will, so that it is in an ecosystem where it can be trusted. So that means whatever I'm doing in this IoT M2M world, I'm doing with a set of applications that have they, been... They are certified. They're certified, First, they're approved, yes. Yes. they are um, authenticated, mm -hmm. and then on the receiving end, they can be trusted to be certified and verified. And this is true if it's an application or even if it's a call. So when we, for example, we were talking about spoofing before, right? So how can I trust that the number that's showing up on my display is really who I think it is? So this is, um, I think, part of where, as we, uh, as we talk about these disruptive technologies and such, we're anticipating an environment where we're going to continue to have connections. The kinds of things that are connected are going to just multiply exponentially. More than 50 billion by 2020. Yeah, exactly. It, the, the first digit may change, but the number of zeros is yes. going to be a large yes. number. Yes. Um, but there's more and more connections. Mm -hmm. And you need to be in that environment. You as a human being have control only over some of those connections. Mm -hmm. Now, the refrigerator, the garage door, uh, your son's uh, Fitbit. Yeah, all of those things you, you don't have direct connectivity to, mm -hmm. I mean, from a visual human being perspective. But you have to be able to trust that those ent entities and those applications are doing what they need to. So as these exponential uh, you know, factors continue to propagate here, we need to make sure that there are mechanisms, and standards are one way of doing that, but you also need to make sure that the regulation there is, to, is there to support things happening in a way that facilitates the, uh, you know, the fluidity of the exchange. I'll give you one specific example here. Yes, please. Um, suppose, and I, I don't mean to uh, be personal here, but suppose you have a medical problem, and if that medical data is reflected on your IoT device, do you want to be in a position where every time there's an emergency, you have to provide 
consent, explicit consent for something to happen. Mm -hmm. If you're in a medical emergency, you don't have time to provide that consent. You are not in a state to You're not the state. So there's a big regulatory push now around understanding how certain of these things can be done in a permissionless environment. If we are preventing fraud or we're preventing abuse or we're helping to prevent a or solve an emergency, then we should be in an environment where in all these connections, we can trust that some of this data needs to be used, can be used, and be shared among multiple operators, multiple enterprises, as long as you're using it for legitimate purposes. But if you can do that, then let's have the system facilitate and the regulation facilitate all of that. At the same time, you want the regulation to forbid and prevent anything that's going to be malicious. Um, And that's where, you know, it's, it's not just a technology problem. The technology, I would say, is there. In fact, 30 years ago, you know, the discussion is always, well, if it's distributed, we're going to go centralized. If it's centralized, we'll go distributed. And we keep having that, uh, that discussion these days. But today, the question isn't so much about the technology anymore. It's how do you take advantage of all the things, the artificial intelligence, the machine learning, it's data, data, data. And that data right now, much of that data is coming in a way that people would say, oh, that's private. Yes, that's right. Don't, uh, and you're going to monetize it? You know, then I don't want you to do that. But we have to be able to do things in a way where businesses can profitably exist and provide creativity and inventiveness and investments and growth. Customers can be assured that they're protected, that they're not being compromised. And at the same time, you provide an engine such that this can continue to be sustainable over the long run. So that brings back the final question. What is your vision and your target as a company? So our target is really to continue to be the authoritative partner of the communications industry worldwide. But when we say partner now, we used to just talk about telecommunications companies. Now it's all the other trusted partners that we can have in the ecosystem. Financial companies. the ecosystem is getting bigger and bigger. Bigger and bigger. Financial companies, um, healthcare companies, connected cars, automotive industry, right? All of these industries are now part of the system. In fact, in one of the sessions uh, I was at this week, the title of the individual is Minister of Energy, Tourism, and the Digital Agenda. Mm, You would never have seen that before, right? So... It, it just shows you yes. that it's not just it's one... It's mix that as we talked about. Exactly. It's yeah. not just one industry anymore. So we want to be that authoritative partner that's providing secure, seamless, uh, and simple solutions. That's what iConnective is all about. That's what we've always been about. And that's what we will be about in the future. Thank you very much, uh, Suresh Subramanian. Thank you. I'm Yanis Rizopoulos, broadcasting live from Barcelona for TTC. Thank you. Thank you very much, Yanis. You're listening to Tech Talk Central.